As dads, some days we feel like we have all the answers, and some days we feel like we don't have a clue. If that describes you, you're at the right place. This is the All Pro Dad Podcast. And speaking of All Pro Dads, I'm here with just slightly above average dads, including myself. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. So, you know, we don't think we're the pros at all. We're not pros, but we're trying, guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're trying, just like the guys that are listening. We're all trying together. Every episode, we take a look at just one question, because that's all we can handle. Yep. Just one question, and then at the end, we're going to give you just one pro move, which sounds bigger than it is. It's just one simple thing, but we think it's powerful, too. Uh, powerful thing to do as a dad. So our question of the day, Buck, what is our question of the day? Our question of the day is, how do we help our kids realistically believe in themselves? What about the, what about you guys when you were little and you thought I I want to be this? Hmm. What was that thing that you wanted to be growing up? Do you remember that? Did you have anything? You know, were you the classic fireman or astronaut? Situation? I'm gonna guess, but you wanted to be like rock and roll star, didn't you? Yeah, there was a lot of that. I knew it. The, I knew there it. was uh, my my desires were more in the arts, like yeah. in general. Like um, my dad was a my dad is he's a drummer. Uh, played in 70s rock bands and all that fun stuff. Got great pictures of him with just like hair. He's bald like me now, but just so a rock, it, a rock right? star. Yeah, yeah. A rock star. But then also like I was really into drawing. Okay. Yeah. So You're gonna do and, this. But I was also really into drawing cars. So I didn't know what to do. But like I loved custom cars. I loved drawing and art, and I loved music. I love that. So. BJ, what about you? I uh, was your classic professional baseball player oh yeah, me too that, that was oh. kind of mine uh yeah bobby probably got closer to that than i did but <laughs> i remember did. when i when i was a high school summer camp counselor uh we grew up in the tampa bay area and uh the tampa bay at the time tampa bay devil rays uh were a new franchise and i remember going to tropicana field a big dome it's an indoor uh stadium and they let us go on the field with all the kids it was like summer camp day or whatever and i remember going out there and i bent down in the dirt by shortstop and with my finger i wrote i'll be back (laughs) and some guy who does the field crew he's like get out of here you can't touch the dirt i'm like sorry but i already wrote it (laughs) and they kicked us out i'm gonna be your boss someday yeah Uh, all right it didn't work out i didn't didn't play for them (laughs) i'll be back yeah what did you write? That's a good question. Like, what did you write in the sand? I'll be back. I'll be back. My I will be back was, uh, this is, you guys are going to throw things at me. I wanted to be a crop duster because my dad's a farmer. And so these crop dusters were, I mean, they really did risk their lives. The life expectancy of a crop duster wasn't good. They don't do that as much anymore. But I'd stand outside. That's probably what's wrong with me and get sprayed with pesticides. But this guy would go (laughs) over our house, and it looked like death every time. And I thought, I'm in. That's what I want to do. So I have never heard anyone say... I wanted to be a crop duster but in my life. But it, it expanded, though, in high school that I wanted to be a helicopter pilot. I mean, it was that was a whole thing. Cool. For you guys with your dad, did they have a lot of influence or did they have a desire for you to go in a certain direction? I'd say musically, my dad was a huge influence. Um, and and there was never really a moment where there it was a no. Like, or, you know, or, or why don't you try something else? You know, sure. so my dad was always encouraging in that way of um, his encouragement came from from kind of stepping out of the way and letting me have the opportunity to do it. 
you know, gotcha. and to get at it. So I, he never really tried to steer me in any direction. Okay. B- I don't think so. BJ, what about you? No, my dad was, it was did to do whatever you want. And it was interesting when I would play sports, uh, like he was one of those dads, he would sit on the sidelines and never say anything. Hmm. Like it was never yell at me, never cheer. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> he, he just, it was like, I'm going to lo- give you the space to do your thing. Right. And he, he he wasn't unencouraging. He was encouraging. After the game, he'd be like, that was great. You were amazing. But he there. didn't have a high need to, for you to be in no. one direction. Either. No. Bobby, what about yeah. you? My dad pushed me to be a ballerina. And, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> so there's a story. No, no they, they didn't push me to be anything. Uh, it was just, hey, what makes you happy? Go for it. Yep. Yep. My, my dad didn't either. I think he just didn't want my brother and I. I mean, he's a fifth generation farmer. I think he didn't want that for us and so he would give us the worst jobs ever to, to ensure that and it worked friends <laughs> yeah. so it's like all those crop dusters it, gosh <laughs> it, it did it did work it did work okay but you hear of so many dads telling their kids or thinking their kids or pushing their kids I mean we've all we've all been there maybe somebody's listening going oh I'm kind of that dad where they're just on their kids all the time like I want you to achieve I mean I think the stereotypical thing that we see because it's more out on display is with sports. Bobby, you have some oh, stats yeah. on how dads do this. Yeah, and I'm noticing this now as a dad of a son who plays sports. Uh, my my middle child, he, uh, he loves hockey, loves ice hockey. When the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup a couple years ago, he watched it on TV, and he's like, I want to do that. I'm like, buddy, you can't skate. <laughs> like, you can't do that. You got to learn how to skate. So he learned. He grew his hair out. Like, he's all in, man. Yeah, we got like dents in the garage. Beard. He, well, not the beard yet. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. But he's like all in. And so I'll go watch these hockey games, and it's a very clear divide. There's parents who are there because the kids like this, and it's air conditioned. We're gonna hang out inside. It's hot outside in the summer. And there's parents who are like my kid will be wayne gretzky jr and like it's gonna happen you've got stats i do yep. I, I looked it up this was astounding to me that 27 percent of sports parents spend 500 dollars or more per month on their kids sports God. It's Wait, a, say that one more time 27 percent of parents spend 500 or more dollars per month on youth sports wow that blew my mind. It's like five hundred in a year, maybe <laughs> a right. month. Five hundred a month—that's a big percentage to me. And this is even more shocking. This is from a Harris poll in twenty nineteen. More than forty percent of dads expect their child to play as a professional athlete in some sport. Forty percent. Two of out that. of five dads in the stands wow. think their kid's going to play professionally. Okay, so if I have that expectation as a dad, if forty what pressure on a kid, right? Yeah, what is that? What, what do you guys see that looking like when you see? dads pushing their kids on display when i've seen it i just see a lot of anger (laughs) yeah you know it's just like they seem it's just a lot of i think internal frustration with them Mm. um i don't want to say with them like i don't want to like belittle them in any way they're processing it different than i would um Mm -hmm. because i don't i don't think that way and i don't i don't i don't necessarily do that but yeah, I, I think so. Well, so it's anger, and then the kids the, one, the recipient of that anger because you're not living up to this expectation. And if you're not doing any better than this right now, then you're never going to make it. Parents who believe the kids are going to be professional athletes, you know, that's that's for them to sort through. But if the kid believes they're going to be a professional athlete, how do we then redirect them towards something that's a little more realistic? Because less than one percent of these kids are ever going to 
for one, get a college scholarship, and then 1% of the college scholarship kids are going to play professionally. I mean, it's just such a small, small slice of the pie. And for the kids who think, I'm going to be back. I wrote my name in the dirt. Like, how do you really <laughs> how do you really talk to that kid and say, have your best effort to get there, but it may or may not happen. How do you support a kid through that? I think that's the thing. When, when you get super intense on a kid who's out on the field or anything, whether they're doing dancing or whether they're doing yeah. uh you know the music or whatever if you're super intense on them then it, then the ability to fail like the the permission to fail mm-hmm. is non-existent so yeah. they feel all this pressure and they're like well i can't fail at all and, and i don't think anybody who's ever going to make it professionally or believe in themselves um if they don't feel like it's okay to fail then they're not going to risk they're going to feel fear they're going to you mm-hmm. know and then there's going to be this building resentment you know, towards the pressure that's being put on them, mm-hmm. um, they're they're more likely to crack. Or um, yeah. and so when I like when I see dads that are super intense on their kids, I fast forward and I just see broken relationship by the time they're in, they're into their teenage years. Because mm-hmm. I wonder what percent of the forty percent who believe their kids are going to be professional athletes. I wonder what percent percentage of them are coaches. I'll never forget. I remember standing there in Little League Field and leaning, leaning over the fence with this other dad. And uh, this dad, this coach is just going all, off on his kid. And just and the dad leans over and kind of says under his breath, he goes, the way I figure it, my kid's going to make his living like everybody else. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was acting as if, that kid's dad was acting as if he wasn't. Well, yeah. I think that's, I, you know, that's one of the hugest problems is, we have an adult agenda. We're not thinking about the kid. We're thinking about what we want to have, see happen. Mm-hmm. And the kids are able to pick up on that. And right. they're like, okay, if if my dad has an agenda for me um, and that's his agenda, he's not thinking about me at all. He's thinking about what he wants to have happen. There's broken trust there. And they, they can't. Yeah. They're like, my dad is a person I can't trust because he's about himself and he's about what he wants. I, mm-hmm. I have made a very conscious decision that after every one of my son's hockey games, whether he scored eight goals or fell down eight times, doesn't matter. Afterwards, the first question that I ask is, did you have fun? Because I don't care if he scored. I mean, it's great if he scores eight goals, but you know, what's the the end result here? You had Mm -hmm. a good individual performance in a game, like good for you. Like if he didn't enjoy it, the eight goals don't matter. Right. You know, I want him to enjoy the sport. I want him to enjoy what he's doing. Same yeah. thing with my daughter who plays piano. Like, are you still enjoying piano? Because if you're not, we can talk about trying something new. Mm. Or my little one is wanting to do ballet now. We're going to get her the, the ballet slippers and all that, and she's going to do her ballet class. But if a year from now, she's like, I don't really like it anymore. I'm like, well, let's find something else you like. You know, mm. let's do something that's fun. And when we heap these like expectations on them that like you're going to be on Broadway one day four year old like that's that's a little bit harsh to do to a child who right now they're just living in the moment they're not thinking 20 years down the line Mm. they're thinking about 20 minutes from now I'm going to do my activity and then where's the snacks you know like that's what they're thinking (laughs) and they've got the rest of their lives to feel the pressure of trying to be professionals (laughs) I mean don't we all end up being professionals that we've got a buddy I just think he's a great dad he's about 10 years down the road from us and he says what he would always say to his kids after watching them play sports was, man, I really love watching you play. Yeah. I really love watching you play. And I said, and he was a coach. Like he was a coach of his kids. And I said, when do you coach me? He goes, well, you never coach a mistake following the game. 
immediately. He goes, you talk about that right before the next game, but you do not. He could, they're too emotional. You know, they're in the emotional part of their brain. They're hearing yeah. the logic of you should have done yeah. X, Y, Z. And so I've always thought, that's great. Like coach them up right before, but right after, boy, it's fun watching you play. Yeah, Bobby, I think that's great. Did, did you have fun? Because most of them, it sounds like 99% of them, Better be enjoy, be enjoying it because they're going to have to make their living like like everybody else, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Do you guys think we live vicariously through our kids? Do you think like what's the motivation behind forty percent of dads thinking my kid's going to be a professional athlete? Like why why are they doing that? Like what's the motivation behind that? I know. I mean, both of us said it earlier. We wanted to be professional baseball players and it didn't happen. Mm. So like that dream that died a little bit because we just didn't ascend to that level or like maybe they can get it, you know, because mm. I just wanted that to happen so much because I enjoyed the sport of baseball so much. So if someone else can achieve that dream and I can see my son smile or my daughter smile by achieving something – That'd be awesome. You know, that that's, I think, the motivation, at least for me. I don't know if that's the way that you guys think, but I, I just think dads want the best for their kids, and sometimes we just get a little extreme with that. Right. Yeah, I, th I think it comes from a desire to to see our kids maybe even be more successful than, than we were mm. or than we are, you know. But but what that can turn into is, is more of a negative connotation of mm. – of uh, 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 that would spiral into disappointment because the because the mm. statistics are so skewed that like right. not many people are going to make it. But mm. but I think um, yeah I think a lot of it is is coming from you know because a dad did not aspire to be a professional softball player, but mm. he is trying to live that through his daughter because that's something that mm. she loves doing mm -hmm. and um, and and she had a maybe even a natural bent to do it. Um, but then it's, it's almost like something clicks in all guys of like, okay, they're into it. I'm invested in it. I've bought, put a lot of money into this. $500 a month, baby. Well, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I got $500 on the line here, kid. Come on. <laughs> well, it's easy to talk about this in the sports realm right. because that's right. just a very forward facing <laughs> thing. We see sports on TV, but there's other things that kids are going to want to achieve that we we can look at it from the outsider's perspective and be like, probably not going to happen. You don't like math? Uh, you're probably not going to work for NASA. You know, like you right. don't like science? You're probably not going to be a surgeon. Like there, there's other things that like kids might want, but realistically we can look at them as a parent and be like, I don't see that for you based on all the characteristics that you're displaying right now. So if there are 12 people have walked on the moon, right? So BJ, if your daughter comes to you and says, I want to be an astronaut, what would you say to her saying in the history of, Humanity, 12 people have done what you're attempting to do. <laughs> what would you tell her? And be a good dad in the process. Yeah, trying to be a professional athlete. The odds yeah, do that instead. Yeah. The odds are way better. Yeah. <laughs> Probably wouldn't tell her that. Yeah. What <laughs> you just said. Right. So, but I, I don't know. I don't know what I would tell her. I would probably tell her, give it a shot. Go for it and see what, what happens. Um, it is a low percentage, but yeah. go, go for it. I, go, going back to your question, Ted, I, I, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. We look back on our own lives and we see the mistakes that we made and the pain in it that we had to live through. Mm -hmm. And I know that for my kids, like, I just want to, like, 
I, I sort of see myself in them and I'm like, oh, I don't want them to make the same mistakes I made yeah. and, and, and experience the same kind of pain. So I'm like mm. trying to fix my past mistakes right. through them. Yeah. And mm. instead of thinking about them as completely different people on a completely different journey and a completely totally different separate. life. Right. Yeah. And so, so it's like, you know, I start to micromanage. Well, you, and then I feel like I need to pour into like, I need to give them every ounce of wisdom that I earn so that they avoid all the suffering right. and the pain. And, 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 and like Buck said, it's, gosh, it's really fun to see them succeed. Yeah. Some of this does come from a good place. Some of this is not living vicariously to their kids. We want good things for our kids. We want our kids to be more successful, more happy, more peaceful. Well, That's why people are listening to and this. And some kids have a, a natural bent to be competitive or to, yeah. to do that stuff. And so like a lot of it is probably dad just saying like, I want to help feed my kid and give him the moments where they can be competitive or they can kind of hit that outlet for themselves. So how do we, so, how do we do this right? You know, yeah. my wife would always say, I don't want to be an American Idol parent. Cause sometimes you would watch American Idol auditions and you, you know, the mom standing in the wings and some guy cannot sing. And she's like, he's been able to sing, sing in the womb. Yeah. And she's like, I'm never going to do that. So what's the right way? If we're feeling like, Hey, I don't, putting too much pressure, screaming at games, uh, always talking about grades, being on them about their homework. Mm -hmm. They're not great at math. You want to make them great at math. Like that's kind of, we've talked about, what's the right way do you guys feel like to do this? How do we encourage them yet not, you know, not unrealistically? I, I think, cause I think life's going to teach them what they're good at or not. They don't need yeah. us to go, Hey, you're never going to be an astronaut because life's going to tell them. I try to teach my kids to always be learners uh, in everything that we do. Um, because you, you never know what you're going to learn doing something that you're not going to do for the rest of your life or professionally or whatever, mm. but you learn something from that experience that you take to the next one. Mm. And, um, and so I just, I tell them to always be learning. And then I always just encourage, and I, I personally try to find, um, even if it's something that they're really not good at, I know that as a parent, I need to try and find what is it, what are they doing well at mm. that and encourage them in that way. Um, and then, and then let that be kind of like the focal point of our, of my encouragement to them is like, good. what are they doing? Well, like, you know, per, you're persisting, you know, you're, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're persisting on this. Yeah. What do you think, BJ? I mean, I think, uh, one of the things that we can do is, is, is find the truthful things that, that, the attributes are them that are positive and really bring those out mm -hmm. and, and not add a butt on top or <laughs> anything, yeah, yeah. but you could work on this a little <laughs> yeah, bit more, yeah. like just leaving it as, you know, that kind of one thing. I do like that. I love the thing you said, Ted, about we need to be honest with like life is going to tell them what they're, what they're good at. But I think we can stay away from tropes like, you know, Oh boy, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Like all those things. It's, right. It's, it, it, once you could have been in the NBA, BJ. No, you I, could've. I, I guarantee <laughs> you. You just had to yeah. think harder. I could not have. <laughs> Believe, I, in yeah. and, Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. But that gets communicated though, doesn't it? Oh, completely. And it's, and, and you know, I've, I've written about that before and people are like, oh boy, this guy's a real commodity. No, I, I'm not out there telling my kids they're going to fail, but I'm not also building them up falsely. Like we, we do, we, we need to build them up with honesty. So finding the things I, my dad, I'll never forget. It's the greatest thing he ever said to me was he said, uh, boy, I just, you get faced with adversity and you just keep trucking along. You just keep pushing through it. He's mm -hmm. like, you really are able to overcome a lot. It's pretty amazing to me. 
And he mm. left it at that. And I was in my yeah. teens when he said that. Um, now he missed all the therapy I had to take when I, when I was in my thirties. <laughs> but, um, but that, that to me really built me up like, oh gosh, my dad notices that when I'm faced with trials that I, I push through, I try to push yeah. through mm-hmm. and it, it, that's something that stayed with me when I faced trials. So it was a character thing. Yeah, it was a character it, thing. That's good. Yeah. Well, and just put a period on your encouragement. Like yeah. encourage, period. Oh, that's you know, because mm, we're that's fixers, good. right? Because we, like what you were saying yeah. is like a lot of times we encourage them to say, but yeah. we'll work on this. Or, no, just that's put a good. period. Just put a period. Yeah. yeah. I think realistically, we're we're trying to get kids to to understand what's achievable, and I want them to pursue everything. But I think mm-hmm. more than anything else, as they're figuring out what life is going to look like for them, I want to stress the importance of process over results. Um, because if we get so oriented on results and the finish line, you miss all the lessons in getting there. And so I think if we can stress like, Hey, do your best shoot for your, do you want to be an astronaut? Study, 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 get all the math, all the science, do everything Mm -hmm. you can. And you know what? If you don't step on the moon, you gave it a hundred percent. That's good. And that's, that's enough. You try. I mean, not everybody is going to be the 1% of the 1% who wins Wimbledon. Like it's just. It's just not going to happen statistically. But that doesn't mean that throughout the entire process, you didn't learn to be a better person. You didn't learn to overcome adversity and learn all these skills that you can apply to every other factor of life, like being a, fa- a, a parent or a father. Um, you can apply all these lessons that you've learned in the process, even if you didn't hit the finish line the way you exactly wanted to. Oh, that's, so, that's so good. I, one of the things that I've started writing a few articles for All Pro Dad is I've gone to my 20-year-old, my 23-year-old, and just ask them questions. And so they're not words, guys. Like, (laughs) especially my middle son, I wrote him this really heartfelt birthday message text. And I'd give anything to have my dad send to me. And his response was, gross dad. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, all right. All right. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. But he he doesn't like all that emotion coming out. And I have my two sons. I've got one of them. He can lose a game and come at the champ, you know? And then I've got one, he can win the game for them and still figure out, like, he didn't do well. Uh, He, on his driver's test, my second son, he... (laughs) He backed over some cones, like right at the gate. Like he was out there like five minutes and comes back in and tears are coming down his eyes. I've never been more heartbroken for him in my life. And so we go get in the car and this lady walks up to him and knocks on the window. She goes, listen, uh, we've got somebody from state here. So they're being, you know, a little bit tougher on kids today. Don't worry about this as much. Typically, we would just let you do X, Y, Z. And we're driving away. I said, does that make you feel better? And he goes, no, Dad. I ran over cones, and so uh, there there is no affirmation for those their, cones are dead. Those, those cones are dead. Flat. And so, and I texted him the other day. I said, "Hey, we're writing a thing on you know, you know about words, the power of words. Do you ever remember any words that mattered to you that I said to you?" And he comes back. He goes, "I remember when I missed the extra point in seventh grade. You were there for me," and so I. I couldn't let that lie and say thanks. I had to go back. Well, do you remember what I said and what I did? <laughs> no, ghosted me. So, uh, but it and is he was one fine of, with gross, 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 dad. gross, dad. gross. You don't know how much on a limb I went yeah. for that. So, I think what we're seeing because we always want to give a little bit of bottom line, and I think what we're hearing is encourage your kids' character and not their performance. Because mm-hmm. if you if we encourage their character and there's there are going to be the professional athlete or the 
are the astronaut, this character is going to get them there. And yeah. still, if we encourage that character, they're going to feel loved. I mean, you know, BJ, you've got, I remember the most important thing my dad ever said to me yeah. was not you're the best fill in the blank of all time, but you've, you've got persistence. I love that character part too. It made me think of a, a time not too long ago when my son was playing a hockey game and I was so impressed. Uh, they're little, they bang into each other a lot. They're, they're not super great skaters yet. But there was a, a, a moment in the game where he ran into another player and he, my son held onto his stick, but the other player's stick went you know, flying away, 10 feet away. My, the puck popped right in front of my son. He could have grabbed the puck, turned, shot, and scored a goal. But instead, he skated over and got the stick of the, <laughs> the other teammate and slid the stick back over to her and then went after the puck. And I was like, man... I, that was what I praised him for after the game. I said, you scored 85 goals, whatever. I don't care about that. You did something kind for someone else. I don't see that happening in an NHL game, but I do think that would be cool for <laughs> for Little League hockey. Like he, did, he prioritized someone else, and that's a character-forming moment, and that's what I think we should be praising, not so much, hey, did you uh, win the game? You know, I, That's a yeah. great place for us for us to land this thing, Bobby. That's that's what we're talking about here. It's, it's praising their character. So, Buck, each week, as you know, yeah. We give the pro move of the episode. It's something that is doable for dads who live in the real world, but can make a difference. What is our pro move of this episode? Pro move of this episode is in the next 24 hours, encourage your kid or kids by telling them one thing you love and respect about their character. Nice. That would be, that'd be kind of cool. And it doesn't have to be yeah. big because you're going to get gross dad. Mm. Yeah. Gross, gross dad. But it, it is those things, encourage your characters. Uh, you guys, thank you. Yeah. I always learn from you guys. Thank you. And thank you guys who are listening. And we hope this encourages you to continue to be an all pro dad. Thanks for listening to the all pro dad podcast. All pro dad is the fatherhood program of the nonprofit family first, along with our motherhood program. I mom, we exist to help you love your family. Well, subscribe to our daily email, the all pro dad play of the day by going to allprodad.com slash subscribe and get daily powerful and practical fatherhood tips in your inbox. The all pro dad podcast is hosted by me, Ted Lowe produced by Bobby Lewis.